I'm Isaac Bouchard here in Monterey, California with the new Mazda CX-5. That report coming up. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good. Clean. Fun. Bridgestone. Your journey. Our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello again and welcome back to AutoLine Daily. It's Friday, 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 the 2nd of March, 2012. Hard to believe it's already the third month of the year, but time flies when you're having fun filling in for John. I'm Michelle Krebs of Edmunds.com and we've got a great show today, including a test drive of the new Mazda CX-5, plus a look at where gas prices are headed. So let's get to it. There's good news to report on the sales front. The February SAR in the American market hit 15 million units, a jaw-dropping surge that has taken everyone in the business by surprise. Total sales for the month hit 1.1 million vehicles, up 11.2% from a year ago. The biggest sales gains came from Suzuki, which was up 42%, though its numbers were very small. VW was up almost 37%, Chrysler jumped 35%, and Jaguar, Land Rover, and BMW both surged 26%. Toyota and Honda were both up, almost 8%, but since that was less than the overall market, they lost market share. So did Ford and GM. And for those who care about these things, the Chevrolet Volt outsold the Nissan Leaf nearly two to one, but their sales are still minuscule. The Toyota Camry was the best-selling car in America, and the Ford F-Series was the top truck. In an effort to boost sales in emerging markets, Nissan is reviving a dead brand. According to Reuters, the company will sell inexpensive cars in growing markets under the Datsun nameplate starting in 2014. Nissan will first introduce the brand in India, Indonesia, and Russia. It plans to sell vehicles priced around $6,200. The company is aiming for sales of 300,000 units annually. Nissan originally used the Datsun name for vehicles sold outside of Japan, but quit using it way back in 1981. You may have heard that Mazda is replacing its mid-sized crossover, the CX-7, with a smaller model for this fast-growing segment. Our own Isaac Bouchard had a chance to drive the new CX-5 around Northern California, and here's what he thinks of it. Combining the utility of the Honda CRV and the Toyota RAV4, the good looks of the Kia Sportage, unprecedented levels of driver involvement, and frankly astonishing fuel economy, Mazda's new CX-5 would seem to have it all. It's the first vehicle um, to introduce our sixth generation worldwide. It's also the first vehicle to uh, incorporate our new design language, the Kodo design language. As well, it's, it's the first vehicle globally to incorporate the whole Skyactiv technology, the whole suite of technologies. The other two main reasons is we're, we're entering a segment that is rapidly growing right now. We're at about 1.3 million units for this year, and it's quickly growing at about 18 to 20% annually. So we've got a lot of great opportunity for this as far as within the portfolio to be the number two um, volume seller for Mazda in North America, right behind the Mazda 3. And when you get it on the road, Mazda's passion shines through. The CX-5 has terrific steering feel and wonderful chassis composure. 
It also has an excellent ride and is more refined than previous Mazdas. And it turns in some frankly phenomenal fuel economy numbers. All of that is because this is the first full Skyactiv Mazda. The normal engineering process for a car, you design the different parts of the car kind of on different schedules, uh, just because the technology evolves at different, at different rates and the regulations you're trying to hit and, and people's expectations. So like a body style has to change really frequently. People get bored after three or four years and have to change the body. But they're not going to notice if you, if you don't radically change the engine, except for maybe every 10 years. Uh, and transmissions, they can go decades before you have to change them. Um, when you do that, though, uh, each part has to be compromised a little bit to work with older parts uh, around it. Uh, and it turns out that makes a, that really drags down the performance of the car quite a bit. So with the Skyactiv technology, what we've done is we've wiped the slate clean and started over from scratch and designed everything at the same time at, the, at today's technology level to work together and it lets us move parts of the car, you know, parts of the firewall around to accommodate the engine and, and things are connected in ways you never would expect on the car. Unequivocally, Mazda's new CX-5 is the best compact sport utility you can buy. From the Monterey Peninsula, I'm Isaac Bouchard for AutoLine Daily. The CX-5 is at dealers now and Mazda hopes to sell 40,000 units right out of the chute. Those are aggressive goals, but who knows the power of the Lorax. Maybe the movie tie-in will help move some metal. Only Mazda could reimagine driving with revolutionary Skyactive technology. What is going on with gas prices? Are we headed for a repeat of what happened in 2008? My thoughts on this issue after the break. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. Gas prices, they are arising. The national average for regular unleaded is hovering at around $3.75 a gallon, with $4 likely and maybe even $5 in some places. So what does that mean for the auto industry? The first question that comes to mind is, will high gas prices slow down currently robust car sales? Such was the case in spring 2008 when gas prices spiked. But so far, it doesn't appear as if higher gas prices are slowing sales. January was a decent month for sales, and February sales were even better. A big difference from 2008 is that the economy now is on the upswing, albeit an upswing that is slow and lumpy. In spring 2008, the economy was headed for a recession. An improving economy and all that comes with that, improved consumer confidence, more jobs, availability of credit, along with other factors likely will offset higher gas prices when it comes to car sales. Tops among fueling robust car sales is pent up demand. The age of the American fleet is, well, ancient. The average car is almost 11 years old. The typical truck is even older. In addition, the used car pool is small because of the low level of new car sales in the recent past and the small percentage of lease vehicles that normally would be turned back in to replenish the used car supply. The tight supply of used cars is triggering high prices for used cars, making the purchase of a new car a more economical decision. Already, however, high gas prices are changing consumer behavior in terms of what people are buying. Sales of small cars, small sport utilities, and mid-sized cars are booming. Sales of large cars, SUVs, and trucks, less so. February sales showed the small car share of the market accelerated throughout the month. The same trend occurred among mid-size sedans. What will be interesting to see if sales of hybrids and electric vehicles also increase. 
Indeed, with higher gas prices, the economics for hybrids and EVs improves. It's a shaky proposition at best. Consumers today have a far wider selection of such vehicles than they did during the gas price spike of 2008, which did cause people to buy hybrids in bigger numbers than usual. Edmunds.com lists 51 hybrids and 8 electric vehicles either currently on sale or hitting showrooms soon. But in contrast to 2008, those vehicles also have stiff competition from a bevy of small and mid-sized cars that are in the 30 and 40 mile per gallon club. In any event, gas prices, barring calamity in the Middle East, will subside. And if history is any indication, consumers will return to their usual behavior. Hey, that's a wrap for this week. But make sure you check out Roundabout tonight. The show kicks off at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time at Autoline.tv. It's a fun time, so check it out. Anyway, I'm Michelle Krebs of Edmunds.com. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you next time. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.